Okay, here we go once again. Another live stream this morning. And uh, I know you're really going to enjoy this one. I really, really look forward to doing this teaching this morning. Really look forward to it. So we're just going to wait here a couple seconds. Uh, letting people come on board. And uh, once again, we are coming, we're broadcasting. That's what they call it, broadcasting also. Live stream is, is broadcasting. It's a type of broadcasting. And that's good because I got to get used to it because we're going to have our own TV programs and all these different things like that coming up soon, very soon. And uh, I got to get these guys going here. And so I'm getting, this is, you know, we don't despise small beginnings. Whatever God's called you to do and be. Yes, good morning. My brother from Africa, Uganda. And whatever God has called you to, to be and do, you know, you got to start somewhere. You really have to. And I'm, that's going to be part of my testimony. I'm not going to share that this morning. But you got, you know, if God's called you to go on social media, I mean large social media, he's not going to give you a studio uh, right away. I mean, he may give it to you sooner than what he's going to give it to me, but you know, you grow into these things. You grow into your calling. First of all, you have to discover it. Uh, you've got to become convinced of it, your calling. You have to believe it. You got to know that you heard from the Lord and uh, that you're not going by just prophetic words. I've had lots of prophetic words, but they all lined up. All Most of them, they're all like synonymous, that one after the other. They're all basically saying the same thing. And then I began to see things working inside of me, realizing Pakistan. We got Uganda, Africa, Pakistan, Asia. And it, it built my confidence to go in that direction. You know, you can't be all over the place. That's not good. Because, I don't know, we have a lot of, pastors or leaders in local churches and they basically do it all not everywhere but a lot of places they do it all and that's not the way the body works that is not the way the body works the body works as the human body works all right we all we are all different members we all have different functions like it is in my the human body my hands and my feet, they're members of the same body, but they have totally different functions, obviously. You can't see my feet. <laughs> my feet are down here. My hands are up here. When I, when I handle my little recorder, I don't use my feet. I use my hands, all right? Anyhow, and this is part of the equipping of the saints found in Ephesians 4, 11, 12. So we're not going to get into that, but... So anyhow, I got a few people on board now. So I think we're going to get into this teaching this morning and I'm really 
I'm very excited about this teaching. Very exciting about it. It's, uh, we're back into, we're still into the key Greek power words in context with new creation realities, all right? So let's keep that in mind. And we're almost done these, uh, this series. I mean, there's all, there's all kinds of power words in the Bible, but, you know, anyhow, we'll see. We'll see. I take it one day at a time, basically. A lot of, some things I just take one day at a time and other things I'm planning forward. But this next word, it's the word energia. Energia. E-N-E-R-G-E-I-A. Uh, that's Strong's number 1753. 1753. Gee, I wonder where the what our English word is for the word, the Greek transliteration, energia. I wonder. Hmm, gee, that's a hard one. No, it's not, that's a simple one. Uh, it's our English word, energy. Energy. And um, I'm just going using using the, the complete, the complete, the complete word study. It's a thick one. It's a big one. I love this. I love this. Uh, I've used this a lot. The Complete Word Study Dictionary New Testament uh, by Zodiades. And he's got some great things to say about this word. And energy, operative, active, the being at work, operation, efficiency, active power. Wow. Now, What's very interesting about this word, this Greek word, is that in well, in all in all languages, you've got synonyms, you've got antonyms, you've got derivatives. So what I like about this guy's dictionary is he names the synonyms, the antonyms, and the derivatives. All right, he make he's 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 done a lot of work for us, and amazingly. The synonyms, so you know what a synonym is, is something that is very similar. The synonyms to this word energia is the word dunamis, which we already looked at. It's the word iscus, which we just looked at. Uh, it's the word, he's got the word exousia and kratos. Amazing, isn't it? So we already looked at these words, right? So that's good. So I'm on the right track. I already knew I was on the right track. So let's look at this word energy. Let's just call it energy. And before I get into it, let me just say this. You know, you're not going to accomplish anything in life without energy. You won't. It takes energy. Whether it's spiritual energy or physical energy, you just need energy to get work done. If you're going to work at something, even evil, to work at evil, you need energy. You know, these guys that are trying to destroy uh, the world, nations, dictators, you know, these rulers of militaries and, you know, um, communist nations and all these guys that are you know, ballistic missiles and all these guys that like, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I should mention names, but I mean, you've got like North Korea, you've got Iran, you've got China, you know, you've got a lot of these nations that they just, they got these huge militaries and they want to bomb other nations. They want to bomb other, other continents. That takes energy. 
That takes energy. And then you've got the other side. It takes energy to do good. All right, so let's put it that way. It takes energy to do evil, and it takes energy to do good. All right? Now, here in Canada, and America probably, but in Canada, like athletes, if you're an athlete, you're into sports, you know, here we have hockey, baseball, football, basketball, you know, tennis, all this stuff. You know, I used to play some of that stuff before I got saved. Um, it takes energy. Uh, jogging, running, Olympics, it takes energy. And a lot of athletes here, anyhow, we have what we call Floridics. Floridics. And it's iron, liquid iron. All right? You drink it. You mix it with your drinks. Uh, with your juices. And it gives you energy. Iron gives you energy. I drink this when I'm on a fast. And uh, I'm on my fast now. I'm on my fast. I'm on my sixth day. And so I mix it. I mix it with my prune juice this morning. Because I need energy. I need energy. When you're not eating food, you lose energy. Oh yeah, big time. Huge. Because food, I eat to live. I don't live to eat. I live, I eat for the energy. Now, I like food, like everybody else, but I like food because it gives me energy to get my work done during the day. All right? So that's what we're going to look at this morning regarding what the Word has to say about energy. I thought that was a very good introduction. And um, please make sure you write down your nations. When you put the little comments there, make sure you write the nation, your nation. All right? So we're going to do this in two parts. We're going to do this in two parts. All right, that doesn't matter. We're going to do this, this teaching on energy in two parts. All right? Because there's a few verses regarding this word energy, energia. So we're going to start looking at the first reference in context with new creation realities. All right? And the first reference, I'm going to be using my my new King uh, my King James, my King James. Um, so the first reference again. That's okay. All right. So my first reference, out of all places, it's in Ephesians 1:19 again. We're back. In Ephesians 119. We're back in Ephesians 119. Alright. So Ephesians 119, the King James has here, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Alright. So the word energia here is the English word working. Working. All right? So we already looked at this verse for other key Greek power words, so I don't want to spend too much time in this verse. So let's move on to, in the same epistle, same, same epistle, let's go to chapter 3. 
Ephesians chapter 3, verse 7. Verse 7. Ephesians 3, chapter 7. And it says here, Whereof I was made, Paul is speaking here, a minister according to the gift of the grace of God, this is key here, given unto me by the effectual working of his power. And there it is right there. Effectual working. It's the word energia. All right? So Paul was relying on God's energy to get his work done. And we all should. We all should. Because the work that God has for us in the body, in the church, and also in the world towards the lost, the Great Commission, it takes energy. All right? It just does. And God has made that available by His grace. All right? So, let's say, go to Ephesians 4. Now, we're still in Ephesians. We're still in Ephesians chapter 4. Chapter 4, verse 16. Verse 16. This is a very interesting verse. I love chapter 4. I love the whole, like I said, Ephesians, Colossians. Ephesians is the power chapter. It's a power epistle, the epistle of power. It just is, because there's power words all over the place. And uh, so 4.16, Ephesians 4.16 says, From whom the whole body, talking about the body of Christ, but the, uh, comparing it with the body, the human body, fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. All right, so here we've got the word effectual working in the context of the body, the body of Christ and its members working together. Working together. All right, not working in division, but working together. All right, we're supposed to be working together, but most are not. And I know why. And I already touched on it. All right. So let's move on to, let's, you know what? I just may do this in uh, one part. Let's go on to Philippians 3.21. Philippians 3.21. What does Philippians 3.21 have to say about this word energia? Energia. Philippians 321, um, 321, oh, I was at 121, 321, who shall change our vile body, <laughs> our physical body, uh, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, he's talking about the body that Jesus had, a glorified body after the resurrection, according to the working there it is, energia, whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. So here we have God is telling us, the word is telling us, that God is going to use his energy to transform our body unto his glorious body. All right? The glorified body. All right? Because this, verse 21, 
is in context with verse 20. For our conversation, or our citizenship, is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So you got to keep these in context. And sometimes I don't have time to get all into all this context stuff. But I like to mention it. And let's wrap this up then. Let's wrap up the word energia today. And it's Colossians. Let's go to Colossians, just the next chapter. Easy to find. Colossians 1.29. Colossians 1.29. All right. Whereby I also labor, Paul is talking here, the Apostle Paul, striving according to his working, his working, who's working, who's energia, God's working, which worketh in me mightily. Full of power words. It's just full of power words, all right? And uh, I'm going to be doing a huge series on all these power words um, on my website. On my website. I have a whole section on my website for, for power words, all right? And it's all going to be on there. So we're just doing short live streams, uh, you know, and to, just to feed and to nourish you guys and to encourage you, all these different, equip you as much as we can at this time. And the last one in Colossians, we're still in Colossians. We're still in Colossians. Uh, we're in, still in, uh, now we're in chapter 2. Chapter 2. Chapter 2, verse 12. Chapter 2, verse 12. It says here, Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him. Right? We're raised up with him. We died with him. Buried. Right? Through the faith of the operation of God. Now, the King James here translates it. Instead of translating it, the working of God... He, they translate the operation of God. I love the word operation of God who has raised him from the dead. And of course, we know that when Jesus was raised from the dead, we were raised with him. So that has to do about the resurrection. All right. But here the King James uses through the faith of the operation of God, the operation of God. So God, if I could say it this way, God is a God who operates. And I say this I say this many times. Um, I was sharing this with a brother yesterday, the one who kind of fixed my uh, my computer a little bit. Just had to change the battery, CMOS battery. And um, and we talked about operations like doctors and surgeons and all that. And I said, you know what? I said, I, I'm just not into this stuff. I mean, if I have to do it, I'll have to do it. But that's why I'm building my faith strong um, in healing verses. So that if I do need healing, then I can have God operating on me instead of having doctors. Because I don't like knives. I don't like cutting. I don't like needles. Um, it's just, we were never, God never intended, um, you know, for the human body to be cut open. It was never God's will. You know, a lot of people say that God uses doctors. He can use a doctor, but I don't see anywhere in the New Testament where Jesus referred to the, the sick to, to refer them to a doctor. I mean, Luke was a doctor. He was a physician. Uh, he became the historian. He, he, he penned uh, 
the Gospel of Luke, obviously, and the Book of Acts, but he was a doctor. He was a physician. But we don't have no reference where Jesus referred some to the, some of the sick folk to the, Dr. Luke. No, because Jesus healed them supernaturally. And that's a whole different subject in itself. And it's a good one. It's something that needs to be addressed. All right? So anyhow, I think that's it for now. We're going to stop right there. We've been going on for a little bit. And um, so we're going to stop it there. And I think we're going to look at one more power word uh, tomorrow, hopefully. And I'm always uh, posting on my uh, timeline if I'm going to be making a video on this that specific day or it's going to be in two days or next week, whatever. So I like to keep you guys updated. And because um, I know I got some things coming up that I may not be able to do a live stream every day. We'll see. So anyhow, this is it for the word energia. All right. We covered every verse. Of course, there's more to teach on this stuff, but trying to keep these things brief and trying to get you into the word. See, that's that's what I'm doing. I You got to look at the word. You got to look at those verses for yourself and meditate them, confess them. See, uh, Fort Portal, Uganda. Well, I don't know if you just came on on board, but I'm getting off board. I have to get off. So anyhow, got to go. But as I finish all my teachings, I encourage all of you, all of you, to learn what it takes to walk in the grace of God as well as in the faith of God because it's faith. The only way you access God's grace, the only way you access God's energy, God's exousia, God's dunamis, God's kratos, God's iscus, the only way you ever access that is by faith, by believing it. And you got to get into the word, right? It's the it's the word that produces faith. It's the word that produces faith. The faith of God. The word of God produces the faith of God. Okay? Gotta go. And hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Okay? Shalom.